This is 95.9-106.9. I run sports. We're honored to have Gary Pomerantz, the world's foremost expert on Wilt Chamberlain. And the reason we're having Gary on to talk about Wilt was this is coming up on March 2nd is the 60th anniversary of the most famous game, really, in terms of individual performances, his 100-point game. Thanks a lot, Gary, for coming on I run sports. It's fun to be on with you, Ira. So tell me about Hershey Park Arena in 1962, I mean, talk about the, you. You you break this down. There wasn't media. There was no ESP. There was nobody there, and there's not even an audio recording of the game. Right. Well, there is actually of the fourth quarter play by play on WCAU radio, but that's it. No TV. Uh, the game was launched into sports mythology, and it lives in the imagination. A hundred points, one player. Sports likes to use this term triple double. Well, here's the only single triple in NBA history. Wilt Chamberlain was 25 years old at the time. He was a luminous figure. He lived in New York, had a fancy apartment off Central Park, and he played games and went down to practices in Philadelphia. He had his own racehorse. He had a Bentley. He had a Harlem nightclub he co-owned, uh, Big Wilt Small's Paradise. <laughs> and he moved through it. He moved through it like, like he owned all of New York. And then at the game that night... There wasn't 100,000 people at the game or 50,000. There was, they had the announced crowd was 4,000 people. And you said that the photographer went home at halftime. So really the only yeah. way, there's not even pictures of the game except that final where Wilt's holding the 100 sign up because someone brought, found someone sending in the stand to take that picture. So, so the, you have to put aside all notions of the NBA today, the glamour, the glitz, the exploding lights. Back then, the NBA was like a lounge act you know, in search of itself. It was a carnival. You know, the old joke went that the crowds were so small that the PA announcers would introduce the the starting lineups and then they would introduce each fan. <laughs> Phil from Hershey and Paul from, from Harrisburg. And so here's the 75th game of a hundred, I'm sorry, of an 85 game season. Wilt averages 50 points a game that season. He averaged that an all-time record. And, and, you know, it was prophesied that if the, the planets aligned, the big guy could do it. He was seven foot one, 260 pounds. You know, today people like to think, oh, he just dunked 50 times against shorter players. Well, he didn't dunk 50 times. In fact, the real miracle of Hershey was that Wilt made 28 of 32 free throws, and he was shooting them underhanded. He would bend down low, and he would, he would his knees would flare out. He, he kind of... Looked like a, an adult trying to sit in a kindergartner's chair. And then was it like, now you mentioned, Wilt has not just the 100-point game, but the 78, 73, and 72. But as the game was going on, I mean, the score of the game was what, 169 to, uh, it was like it was 169, 147. I mean, was there a point in the game where people realized, well, this he's going to score 100 points in a game? Or, or was it just, they weren't, like today, if this happened, the world would stop if someone was close to 100 points. Yeah, and everybody in the crowd would be sending out tweets, Wilt's got 80, Wilt's got 85, and so forth. It would build up. ESPN sound trucks would be circling Hershey Arena. Uh, but this wasn't today. This was back then, you know, just 10 days after John Glenn orbited the Earth. Look, no one could look up at the big board and see number 13 has 80 points because there was no big board. All they had is an old metallic scoreboard most mostly used for hockey by the Hershey Bears hockey team but everything changed with about seven and a half minutes to play when the the famous PA announcer Dave Zinkoff 
Zinc announced, ladies and gentlemen, a new scoring record has been set by Will Chamberlain. He has 79 points. And at that moment, Ira, everything intensifies. The, the warrior players, their curiosity. Can the big fella do it? And remember, for a guy to score 100 points, he not only has to have a healthy ego, he's got to have teammates who are willing to be accomplices. And for the New York Knicks, it's this sense of dread that intensifies. Like, my gosh, if we give up 100 points to this guy, people are <laughs> going to be talking about it on radio in 60 years. Well, and we are. We're talking about it right and now. We are. <laughs> so yes, we are. And and then after the game happened, after hundred points, was it? I have a question. Like, did he ever say, "Okay, did he?" When he hit hundred, was it the, like the final point of the game? Or like, did he did he take himself out of the game? Or or what? Because well, they're up by twenty two. When he had finally hit hundred, what happened at that moment? Well, all heaven broke loose in Hershey. You know the. The, the sons of the chocolate factory workers broke onto the court. They had been lined three, four, five deep around the court as Wilk got 96, 98. And he scored on a so-called dipper dunk. He was the big dipper with 46 seconds to play. And that's when the fans stormed the court. And one of those young fans, a 14-year-old boy named Kerry Ryman, actually stole the ball, outraced uh, Hershey Constable's up the arena steps and out of the arena through the nearby amusement park and home to his house, I kid you not, at 50 West Chocolate Avenue. And he says, Mom, Mom, Will scored 100 at the arena. I got the ball. And she looks at him huffing and puffing, and she says, give the ball back. Oh, my. And he did. He, did, he kept it, and he played with it. There was no real thing as, you know, as today with sports memorabilia and it healthy market so he played with it he put it away and he was convinced to put it on the market in auction after will died at the age of 63 in 1999 and do you know i read that ball sold for five hundred and fifty one thousand dollars but there was a controversy an official from the, the philadelphia warriors then the 76ers named harvey pollock said that wasn't the right ball we took the ball will scored it with out of play so they suspended the auction. They, the Leland's auction house in New York did its due diligence. They came back about six months later, put it on uh, again, uh, put it on the auction block. And, and whenever, you know, an auction item, its authenticity is even slightly questioned. Its value goes down. And this time it sold for significantly less, $67,000, $484,000 less than the first time. Well, Gary, I really appreciate I know you're extremely busy, and I really appreciate you coming on. We have an anniversary coming up in a couple of days of this 100-point game, and uh, I doubt we will ever see another 100-point game. I mean, Kobe's 81 was uh, was was close, but but still so far away. So, But I really appreciate you coming on Iron Sports and talking about Wilt's 100-point game. Fun to talk with you, Ira. Thanks for having me on the show.